Welcome to Bible Stories with Dad, where I read a Bible story. So today we're in 1 Kings, around chapter 18, starting out here, with a prophet, an Old Testament prophet, named Elijah. And at this point, the king is Ahab. He's not a good guy. Uh, Elijah is. He's a prophet. And back in chapter 17, we find that Elijah had predicted... God told him it was going to happen. Elijah had predicted a drought. There wasn't going to be any rain. There wasn't going to be any dew. Nothing. And it wasn't just going to be a short-term thing. At the beginning of chapter 18, the drought has been going on for about three years. So it's been about three years since the last time it rained. That long of a drought, now we've got, you know, plants aren't doing real well. Nothing grows real well. Animals are having trouble. We have a famine. We're running low on food. So God tells Elijah, hey, go show yourself to Ahab, and I'm going to send some rain. So Elijah heads out, and at this point, Ahab has had a couple of people that he trusts, including this guy named Obadiah. He, he's taken them and sending them out looking for anywhere where there's a spring or something like that, and maybe there's still some green grass, and we can take the the cows, the horses, the mules, whatever. We can take some of them and put them there instead of having to kill them, because there's nowhere to graze them. There's nowhere for them to find grass to eat in that. Uh, So they're sort of, they all split up. Obadiah is is a good guy. Um, He's actually got a hundred prophets that he's hidden away so that they wouldn't have been killed remember ahab's not a good guy and ahab's wife wasn't a good guy and they killed a bunch of the lord's prophets but obadiah hid a hundred of them between a couple of caves and made sure they had food and water and he was taking care of them but ahab trusts obadiah and sends obadiah out to try and find somewhere for the animals Obadiah's out wandering around looking, and all of a sudden Elijah shows up. And Obadiah recognizes him. And he's like, Is this you? Is that you, Elijah? And Elijah's like, Yeah, it's me. Hey, go tell your boss, hey, Elijah's here. Obadiah's like, Whoa, what I do wrong? What sin have I committed that you're gonna do that? He's gonna kill me. There's nowhere, no nation, no kingdom where Ahab hasn't sent someone to look for you. And when they said, oh, he's not here, he didn't just take him at that. He made them swear they couldn't find you. And now you're saying, oh, yeah, go tell him, hey, Elijah's here. No, if I leave and you disappear before I get back, because, you know, the spirit of God could take you anywhere. Then I go tell him you're here and they come looking for you here. They'll kill me. Okay, uh, you know what I've done. You know I've been hiding prophets, you know, so that they didn't get killed, and I've been providing them with with food and water. And now you're saying, "Oh yeah, go tell your master Elijah's here. He's gonna kill me." And Elijah's like, "He's not gonna kill you. As surely as God lives, I'm gonna show myself to your your boss, to Ahab today." So Obadiah goes to meet Ahab and tells him, and Ahab, of course, sets out to meet Elijah. And Elijah's still there. He he didn't break his promise, so Obadiah gets to live, which is a good thing, because Obadiah's a good guy. He's got a funny name, but he's a good guy. Anyway, so Ahab sees Elijah and he goes, Is that you, troublemaker? 
Elijah says, I'm not the one causing trouble for Israel. You've been causing trouble for Israel. Because you see, Ahab and his daddy and going back through, uh, who were kings, hadn't been following what God told them to do. They'd been bad. Remember I said Ahab's a bad guy. Well, he was bad and his daddy was bad and so on and such forth. And they'd been following other gods, false gods, instead of God. So this is why the famine and the drought and all that had come in the first place, was because of their sinfulness. Ahab doesn't want to admit that. He says it's Elijah's fault. Elijah points back to him and says, no, it's actually you. So Elijah says, here's what we're going to do. I'll tell you what. Let's go to Mount Carmel or Mount Caramel. I don't know. Somebody was hungry when they named it. Named it Mount Carmel or Mount Caramel, whatever. We're going to go there. I'll show up. I want you to show up. I want you to gather all of Israel. Get everybody there. We're, we're going to have a party. I want you to bring the 450 prophets of Baal, which is the false god that they were following, and 400 prophets of Asherah or Asherah or whatever who eat at your wife's table because his wife wasn't good either, and this is another false god. So you end up with 850 of those prophets are going to show up and you got Elijah's going to be there and we're going to just get everybody there and and we'll go from there so Ahab sends out messages and everybody gets together all the prophets that uh, the false prophets of his false gods are there and Elijah's there and Elijah says how long are you going to bounce back and forth here and not make up your mind if the Lord is God, we should follow him. If Baal is God, we'll then follow him. And the people just kind of stand there and look. They didn't answer. So Elijah says, look, I'm it. I'm the only prophet left. Now, there's, there are other prophets left, but they're hidden away. He says, I'm it. I'm a prophet of God. We got 450 of Baal's prophets here. So here's what we're going to do get two oxen and they can pick one for themselves and I'll take the other one so you can't assume I'm hiding something or being sneaky they get first pick and we're both going to take it take our oxen and we're going to get it ready to go and we're going to set everything up for a, a sacrifice a burnt offering you know put it on the wood and everything but don't light it on fire okay so they're going to do that with one i'm gonna do that with whichever one they don't pick and then they're gonna call on their god and i'm gonna call on god and we'll see which which god answers with fire and people are like yeah that's, that's a good idea let's go for it so the prophets of baal pick one of the oxen and they get started and they they set everything up and they start calling on the, the name of baal and they spend all morning doing this you know, they're up till noon. You know, Baal, answer us. Of course, there's no answer. There's no voice. Nothing's heard. Nothing happens. So they're getting a little bit frantic here, and they start jumping around and, and dancing around on this altar they made. And, you know, at noon, Elijah starts having a little fun. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe you need to yell louder. I'm sure he's a god. Maybe he's just busy. Maybe he went outside for a little while. Maybe he's sleeping and he got to wake him up. So they start yelling louder. And it was their, their practice at the time. They would cut themselves with swords and stuff, you know, to, to, I don't know why, but they would do that. That was part of something they did. So they would do that. And they're trying this. And of course, nothing's happening. And 
even after the middle of the day they're they're still jumping around and yelling and cutting themselves and and elijah's like well maybe he's just pooping you know maybe he's in the bathroom just yell louder of course nothing happens so eventually it comes time it's evening and nothing's happened and you guys have been jumping around and yelling and carrying on all day and obviously nothing happened and elijah says all right everybody come here so everybody come crowds around and he rebuilds the altar of the lord there had been one there on this mountain at one point it had been torn down he rebuilds it so he takes 12 stones because there were 12 sons of jacob 12 tribes of israel and he's signifying that even though they weren't particularly well united right now he's he's showing that so he takes those 12 stones and he builds the altar back up in the name of the lord and and he digs a ditch around it which is kind of weird that the altar wouldn't necessarily normally have had a ditch around it but he digs a ditch around it it's it's good sized ditch and then he puts the wood in there on the altar and he gets the the meat ready from the ox sets that on there and he says all right go get four big containers of water and just dump it right on top of everything so they do he says all right do it again and they do and now everything's soaking wet now remember the whole point here is for it to burn and he's having them dump water on it and and these people know what water is they're not tricked into using something goofy that's not water that's going to make it easier they know what water is they're getting the water themselves they know what they're doing so a third time he's like yeah do it again so this third time they dump water on to the point that the water has soaked the wood it soaked the the meat and it's running down around it even like fills up the ditch that he dug around it which explains why he dug the ditch and so it's like time for the evening sacrifice and we've been building up to this all day and and for the most part building up to this has been the people jumping around and cutting themselves and hurting themselves and yelling out for bail because maybe he's busy pooping i don't know and nothing happened but then at the end it's it's this rebuilding the altar and putting the sacrifice on it and soaking it with water because anytime i want to light something on fire i just love soaking it with water first that that's a terrible idea that's not how you get something on fire water puts out fire but that's what they did just to make it that much more obvious if god answers that it's an answer from god so elijah prays to god he says god i want you to let it be known today that you're really god and i'm really your servant and that all this stuff that i've done is because you told me to do it so answer me now lord and and show these people and turn their hearts back to you and so god sends fire from heaven and it burns up the the offering which is what you would expect normally is the offering would be burned up and the wood gets burned up which again normally you would have built a fire with the wood and it would burn up the wood and it would burn up the offering but the fire doesn't stop there it also burns up the stones the stones stone is not flammable but the stone burns and not only the stone but the the water that that was in the the ditch around it even that burns now i've had water evaporate before i've never really lit water on fire but this is fire from god it's supernatural and it burns up the water 
Well, of course, everybody who sees it, they're like, whoa! And so they bow down and they worship God and they say, the Lord is God and he's our God. And Elijah's like, well, don't let those false prophets escape. And so they capture them. And Elijah says to Ahab, go ahead and go eat, drink. The sound of a heavy rain's coming. And so Ahab goes up to wherever he was going to get something to eat, something to drink. And Elijah goes up to the top of the mountain with someone, a servant of some sort. And so he, he bows down, face between his legs, praying. And he says to his servant, All right, hey, go look towards the water. Look towards the sea. The servant goes and looks and says, There's nothing there. And so Elijah does it again and sends him back out again and there's nothing there. This happened seven times. Finally, the seventh time, the servant comes back and he's like, yeah, there's a, there's a cloud, but it's tiny. It's like the size of my hand and it's coming up from the sea. So Elijah sends his servant up to Ahab to say, uh, you need to get your chariot ready and, and head down. Otherwise, this rain's going to stop. You ain't going to make it. And so the, the clouds turn the sky black and it gets windy and this heavy storm comes in and Ahab gets on his chariot with horses pulling it and you know heads heads back into town and the hand of the Lord's on Elijah Elijah up and outruns Ahab he, he runs faster than the horses are going horse horses I don't know if it was one horse or more than one horse I have no idea but either way Elijah on foot gets there faster than Ahab did thanks for joining me I hope you enjoyed it have a blessed week, and I'll see you next time.